Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Okay, so you get this cancer. How yeah. Do you have a core group of friends there? I had my two friends. Okay. I mean, I knew people there, but when I when I when chemo started, I shut everyone out. There was no one coming in. It was only the people. It was Colleen, Matt, and Brian. That was it. No one else was a, allowed in. People would come to chemo because they wanted selfies with the cancer person to right. get those Instagram likes. Um, but I didn't ever really invite anybody to chemo. It was okay. So you meet people at chemo. Yeah, Penny Marshall went to my chemo. She was getting chemo in a private room down the hall. No way. Yeah. Did you ever say hi to her? Uh, yes, once. And she it's just, I mean, that's not a place you really get chatty with what? people. Yeah, Penny Marshall I was know. not wanting to talk to anybody right, I there. Don't she, oh. Yeah. What a great woman, though. Uh, she was amazing. Yeah. Fucking not Truly. fair. Um, and you meet a woman yeah. and a guy. Uh, th- th- these two people that you talk about in the film. Oh, yes. Yes. So, um, um, there, and, uh, and, you decide what, as far as the Judaism is concerned. Yeah, there's nothing going on right now. Towards the tail end of chemo's when I started okay. to start like studying. Okay, yeah. so but what is your thinking through this whole thing? Because you're you're loud, like you have this cancer diagnosis. Yeah, you have to get your ball cut off. Yeah, you're in chemo. Yeah, there's gotta you know when people go through those things, there's a there's something you're reaching for something because you realize, oh my god, I have no control over it. Are you thinking in Jewish terms or are you thinking? Uh, I think in some way I was, there were seeds being dropped for what I would eventually do with converting. But really I was like the worst emo monologue ever for, and I was reading a lot of Joan Didion and keeping to myself. That's literally all I did. I watched the Sopranos. I caught up on the Sopranos and I read Joan Didion. Those were the two things I did during chemo. And, and I, and I communicated and I made a lot of friends at chemo with people, um, and yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't, there was nothing Jewish happening in my life, but there was sort of a loss of myself that I felt happening. Like I felt like I wasn't connected to anything outside of myself. You know what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. And there was nothing, all like I was this doing. Was the, this whole, all, your whole life was revolved around getting rid of this cancer. Yeah. And before that, my whole life was just about me doing comedy. Right. And it didn't feel like. And that wasn't big enough for me. Like just right, 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 right. I, 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 it's not, you know, it's not going to satisfy. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. There, I you. needed, I needed some sort of emotional connection. And I right. think after my friend passed, and also this woman I met in chemo after she also passed, it was sort of this thing of I need to be connected to something larger than myself. Right. So you, your friend. Who passed away. We were friends in New York for years. Right. Derek was his yeah. name? Yeah, Derek. So he ends up getting cancer too. Before what, me. Right. Yeah. And what he kind of cancer? Ewing sarcoma. It's a, it's sort of a spine yeah. cancer. And he had the real shitty... He was working for a New York employer and it was at an office that had fewer than so many employees oh, so they could fire you, someone. You know? shit. So he got fired um, because he became... You know, dependent on the health plan, and he moved back to home, back home to get his treatment because what else could what he do? What else is he going to do? Yeah, and so he, we stayed in touch, especially when I got diagnosed. We stayed in touch right. during chemo and just sort of 
texted and right and he was getting better during his chemo and right. then at the very last day of my chemo is when he died and it was completely unexpected yeah and at least on my end i mean right. I, I don't know what was going on yeah you also struggle in the film there's you can see the emotional struggle of not going home yeah to have your mother take care of you that wanting that was big yeah that that is a big and you know what's because I wanted to. I did. But I also knew. But you did. I couldn't. Right. You did the right thing. Yeah. I, think I mean, so. I mean, I mean, it's very apparent now that you did yeah. the right thing. But. But to a parent, I mean, I. Yeah. I can't back, even I can't, imagine. I can't even imagine. How, um, how she dealt with that. But she, she did, did. And she was amazing at it. She would always. I mean, she would FaceTime me. I'm going to so say much. one thing about that. Not Jewish. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I yeah, I, I think you it was did, hard. It was, it was. You I, had the best. Doc- I mean, there's good doctors in St. Louis, of course. Too, but yeah, but you had your support system. You could be who I, you are. I needed to have and not yeah. deal with everyone else's emotional fucking exactly. response to your situation. Because I mean, when when you get cancer, people tend to. I mean, my family's amazing and they wouldn't do this, but they tend to make it about themselves. Oh, really? Because yes. my no no one in my house does that. <laughs> no, but they Most do. Most people do that. They they, they adopt it right. and, and they have all of this unsolicited advice and there's a lot of and you and what Colleen being there and sort of not being blood relatives to Colleen, it allowed me to say, I'm gonna go to my room. I'm just going to go to the room. Right, you could just, have boundaries. Yeah, and and I needed that. I especially needed the right. boundaries then. It was important. I love it. I love Colleen. Yeah. You then decide you, you're cancer free at this point. Yeah, correct now. Yeah, okay. now I am. How long did that take? There was a five year window was it for every remission. fucking minute. Were you like, oh, I could have cancer? Like, well, I mean, it's still it still about pops it all up. The time? It's I, I think yeah. about it to this day all the time. Every time I have something goes, that goes wrong with me, even now, just like recently with the whole thyroid thing, it's like right. I have apparently chemo fucked my thyroid, so like I have to deal with that now. And it's like, how all bad of, is chemo? It sucks. I always describe chemo as like imagine sort of being hungry all the time and being sleepy all the time but unable to eat anything and unable to sleep like that's what chemo is like it's you're constantly in a state of uncomfort 24 discomfort yeah discomfort 24 7 not jewish so (laughs) do you how many how many chemo things did you go through Uh, i was on cycles so there's three week cycles and i was in it for a little less than a year Ugh. so you Go in for three weeks. Yeah. And, and then it's a, take it's a break. A tapered, yeah. You take a, like a week break or something and then you go and back And during that it. week was, were you? I mean, I tried to eat normally, but I never could. And right. what was interesting was I gained so much weight during chemo because only salty, shitty food stayed down. Like pizza. Right. Shit like that. And then what, did you lose your hair? I lost all my hair. Yeah. And that was okay. I was actually surprisingly okay with that. That was people. Th- I mean, but I'm not a woman. I and I know. What? I know. But so I, I, women, I think, struggle with that a lot more than men. Yeah. yeah. Now you then start this journey. Journey. I love that journey. word. Journey. When people say journey, journey, that's your version of cute. Like you hate the word cute. I hate. Well, I hate two words. I hate survivor and I hate journey. Okay. I won't say journey. You yeah. start this path. <laughs> 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 you meet um, 
Rabbi Zach Shapiro. Well, he was at the end, yes. Okay. So I, I went to a few temples in LA, right. gay temples. Right. And they didn't really sit too well with me. And right. then I went to my psychiatrist, So LA, and she suggested Jew? Rabbi Zach Shapiro. Jewish psychiatrist. She suggested Rabbi, Rabbi Zach, Zach Shapiro. Rabbi Zach Shapiro. Yeah. Hey, Misha. Yeah. Uh, the sweetest. The nicest um, man in the world. Uh, it's like how would he just they adopted like that? twins too? No, he didn't. Yeah, he and his husband. They just adopted like babies. So cute. Wait, is that are those his only two kids? Uh huh. Oh, he's yeah. so cute. The okay, best. so Rabbi Zach. So Culver City at Temple Akiba. Yeah, plug. and you see this this he's a rabbi. Yeah, and he's gay. And he, does that? You know, coming from a Mormon background and seeing the... It wasn't... That's the thing. It wasn't even any of that. It was like, we immediately just connected. Right. I felt like well, he who got... can't connect because with Because I didn't feel like he... Not judgy. He wasn't judging. There was no... But also, there's a thing of... I mean, no offense to Jews, but like, you know, there is sort of a thing of an oddity of like, you're a Mormon that's wanting to convert. This is an interesting story, and he didn't—he didn't go in that route. He didn't even—that wasn't important to him. It was like, you want to be a Jew. Why do you I know, want? That's to be what a Jew? I would think. And, I would and, think. But oh, there, what, why do you want to be? But a But there Jew? were a like, lot of Jews who were obsessing over like, the Mormon fuck, part, and it yeah, was well, like, tell them well, to shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's not. It's like so funny because my mother would always, say, you know, the ones who convert, uh, way more respect, respected, <laughs> respectful. Of, yeah. The religion and their way, they're they're more observant and they yeah. appreciate it more. I mean, I think I think you value it now with the right. film. People ask like, well, why did you choose to be? Why did you choose to convert? Like, why would you choose? And I always turn it back on Jews and say, well, why are you still a Jew? Right. Why do you choose to be Jewish? Because right. you do every right. day. You choose to be to stay a Jew. Good for you, guys. Yes. Thank Allen you. Scott. So you then through Zach Shapiro. You meet da- Rabbi David Wilfund. Yes, in Israel. Okay. Yeah. I. Can you, I mean. I, I mean, I love that guy. When you're in Israel next, go to him. Give I him lo- a hug. I, He'll take it. He's the best. He's doing well, by the way. Oh, good. Because yes. I was looking that up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he just moved yeah. back. He did Oh, he where? just moved back. Where did he move to? Be in, on the Northeast. That just, that just happened, right? Yeah, that this this is breaking news. Breaking news. news breaking um, news. I wanna um can you I wanna I love him. Okay. Get him on the podcast, Eliza Rosen, director of Lady Eliza Rosen, very cute. Oh, he's nearby too. You're not going to Westchester though. Yeah, I am. Elisa, my oh. girlfriend oh. slash person I'm fighting with at this point. Oh. Um, <laughs> she's from Westchester. We go there all the fucking time. For the malls, of course. I don't like mall. I'm you know, not a regular person. Jew. I no. don't. I hate shopping. I love them I all. Fucking, I'm I fucking gigantic. <laughs> okay. So you really go through so many different um, iterations yes. of finding out what kind of Jew do I, you go, yeah. you you meet with bar mitzvah age yeah. kid. They were so fucking they're smart, so, those kids. Well, they're LA kids. But you know, they fucking that, love it. They love I know. The they're like, I love that the New York kids. I love kids, them. They're so great. The New York kids are like, get the fucking camera away from me. Yeah. But they're so smart. LA kids are like, where's my lip gloss? Right, right. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Because Ben, my younger son, they have this... Um, camera crew following their team and they're focusing oh. on four of the kids right is this the next and, group dreams and um and they're doing like i don't know a three-port whatever yeah and so he's like they're not focusing on me they're focusing on four of the other kids he's like but he doesn't care but he's like it's just so fucking annoying yeah. because the minute the cameras are on they start acting different and ben's been around camera like we did celebrity wives of course yeah 
he's like, ugh, who can't, you know? It's yeah. just so funny. All right, anyway. So you meet with these bar mitzvah kids, um, age kids. That yeah. one, t- that girl was very tall. Oh, she was very tall. Yeah, a lot of her. them were tall. I, yeah. They were, yeah, they were great they kids. And they older. came to the bar mitzvah too. They're yeah, the ones who actually them. pushed me in at the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you go to Israel. Yeah. Uh, and well, the, this is something I really wanted. What What were you going to say? I was saying the whole point of like when I decided to have the bar mitzvah and everything that preceded me meeting with the kids and going to Israel was me trying to figure out what it means for me to be Jewish. Like what kind of Jew am I, what am I doing to give back to the I know, the there's community? so many different kinds of Jews. There really are. Are there different kinds of Mormons? No. Right. No. So you either different... like Jello or you don't. Right. It's a it's big that, Mormon thing. It's, it's, that's what I love about Judaism yeah. is that there's so many. Well, because we ha- Jews make you figure out how are you going to give back to the Jews. And I or love the that. world or the world olam, and I love that. I love that idea. And I needed to figure out what my purpose was within the mix. And how also, I can get back. What the other thing is, you know, they we argue. Yeah, you do. And I say we talked about this in the film. Yeah, that it is. You know, it's not that you're a man when you become a bar mitzvah. It's that. Your opinion matters yeah. now. You We're have gonna, a responsibility right. to and you're, contribute you and to will have communicate. To, right, and yeah. abide by the commandments, yeah. whatever. Hey, everyone. You know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity, and eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. It is high quality. And they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week, you have over 35 options to choose from. They have Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto. I just did Chef's Choice. 60 or more add ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep, there's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required, okay? And Factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me. I never lie. Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factormeals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero, okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D-5-0, JudyGold50, to get 50% off. That's code JudyGold50 at factormeals.com slash JudyGold50 and get 
20% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. So you're in Israel yes. um, at the Gay Pride Parade. And this is something I wanted to oh, talk glitter, about a little bit. fucking glitter. But here's the deal. You, I and you hate were with- the outdoors. That was the worst thing I've ever done on film. Oh, shut the fuck I up. I hate being sweaty. So you're in Israel. I'm going to just do a couple of these. Yeah, just, just. Okay. So, <laughs> and you're with you. a wider bridge. Yes. Which I loved. They are so great. I loved oh, oh, them. Oh, you don't anymore? What happened? Oh, was it the... Palestinian? Oh, uh, yeah. So... Where, where was it? I don't know if it was a wider bridge or it was... There was something in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And uh, they were having a... Oh, a wider... This is not about a, a wider... A wider bridge. Mm. Uh, there was an LGBTQRST yeah. equality. LMNOP. Yeah. And a wider bridge did a Shabbat dinner. Yeah. And there were people protesting. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not um, a surprise. Because and, the, and, a wider bridge in particular, they get a lot of protesters. Because right. the Dyke March in Chicago, that's right. a famous one. Right. I am a supporter of Israel. Yeah, of I course. love Israel. Same. It's a democracy. Yeah. Most people who hate Israel that walk down the street here and mm-hmm. they're apartheid, you know, have never been there. Yeah. There's a lot of lefty left left gays who were like very anti-israel and i say to them go be gay yeah in your arab nation well, go be thing. gay I go did have a story. fun go be a woman there yeah have fun i did a story about you know talking with queer palestinians using apps like grinder in jerusalem because right. they they use israeli towers awesome. just to be able to use and to communicate with other right. gay people, knowing that they can't in in Palestine. And that said, I also believe firmly in a two state solution. I, I, oh, I, absolutely! As do most Israelis. I mean, a lot. There's like seventy some percent right, of right. the state no, no, believes no. in it, that, right? And but it's like you're going to take. First of all, we're always blamed for fucking everything. Yeah. yeah. So I hope you enjoy that part of it. Loving it. Um, but it's good for comedy. Yeah. You know, it's. The way the Israel is uh, portrayed in the media here yeah. is so unfair. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact that- Netanyahu doesn't help. Oh, Netanyahu's horrible. Go fuck horrible, yourself. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Yes. And yet you can criticize you know, our politicians here and yeah. still be an American. But of course, there, there's, this, you know, there's this thing, you're anti-Israel, you're anti-Jew. Yeah. People cannot separate these two things. Yeah. And it's like, look- Israel is the size of what? New Jersey? Yeah. I have Israel on my passport. There's so many countries I'm not allowed to go into because Israel is on my passport. Arabs are in the Knesset. Yeah. You know, you're trying to negotiate with people who say Jews, Israel has no right to exist and all Jews should die. Well, there's also the pinkwashing thing, which I mean, that's that's the most, I get that a lot, especially as we're you know, promoting the film, going to festivals right. where people ask about like, well, do you think you're you're helping with this, Israel's sort of pink washing of of civil rights so that they're you're being you're a pawn to the state? And I'm like, do you know gay people? Right. We can't be pawns, especially right. as gay Israelis. Like right. you meet a queer Israeli and you're just like, you're a radical. You're doing something insanely right. radical, just existing right. as you are, which is amazing. And but the fact they that have you a democratically gay parade yes, in Tel Aviv. And in Jerusalem. Right. I mean, it's, and I mean, that's been marked with a lot of tragedy over the years, but it still exists. And it's like, 
No, I'm not a pawn for the state. No, I don't. Right. I, I can disagree politically with the state and still support the state of Israel. Right. Like there's, it's you can possible. Be a Zionist and, and that's still, something I right. like. What a wider bridge does, in they do a really right. good job of. And when you go on on a wider bridge, sort of trips, they bring you into Palestine, so you can right. actually communicate with people and right. talk with people and hear both sides. And it's, it's, yeah, they do. The, I don't. I don't believe in BDS. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and also, I find if you it to hate be very Israel dangerous. and you hate the Jews so much. Then don't get chemo. Yeah. Then don't use your cell phone. Yeah. Um, you know, don't, you know, you are military. Yeah. I, I mean, what Israel has contributed to the world. Yeah. And you can support Israel and still disagree with the politics of Israel. Right. Like it's exactly. possible. Like you can be American Just and like still disagree. You live in a city with a mayor that's a piece of shit, shit. but you're not leaving Horrible. the city. No, I'm not. Yeah. That. It in really this cozy pissed. apartment. It's so cozy, so isn't cozy. it? And there's and there's mezuzahs <laughs> yeah, all over. I've been noticing them. Yes. yes. Um, but it's it's infuriating. Yeah. And I wish that there was some way to explain. I don't think in this time we're so polarized. I know. And I think it's a part of it. I mean, you and see in the Democratic who primary. Say Trump is good for the Jews. Trump's, Trump's horrible for good. the Jews. Have you been to Israel lately? His picture's fucking everywhere. I can't. I, it's, Especially in Jerusalem. Right. And like, he gives a shit. It's yeah. only to court the evangelicals yeah. yep. who believe. He's what, using Jews right. to get evangelical votes, which is why Israeli flags fly in the a, South. How, they're so fucking hypocritical. Yeah. I know. He's grabbing pussies it's and cheating on the wives. He's the least Jewish he's person. He's a fucking yeah. piece of no, shit. Anyway. So I go to uh, Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay pride. That was fun. It was really hot. I was wearing Okay, spanks. great. I don't give a shit about your yeah. gay pride. <laughs> I love Rabbi David Wilfand. Yeah, he... I love Yiska Smith. You oh, meet with Yiska. Yiska Smith. You need to meet Yiska. I need to meet Yiska Smith. Yiska yeah. Smith... A trans woman. Is a trans woman... She who was a Hasidic? Yeah, she was a rabbi. Rabbi. Yeah, and even though we were murky on if she was or not, but I mean, it's, no, but you—they're all rabbis. Yeah, Aren't they're they all considered because it's a teacher. She's basically a rabbi. Yeah. yeah, and so I love that she showed that photo of her with the head oh, rabbi, and what yeah. a, I mean, what a life force she is. She's incredible, and she also are has her, a film out too. Is, are her kids uh, nice to her? Well, she speaks to some. I don't know the status of the But she had like 47 kids, yeah, right? Yeah, like a good Jew. Yeah. Um, or good Orthodox or Hasidic Jew. Uh, yeah, she does. She has some relationship with them. Um, I don't know the full extent, though. Mm, I don't ask I too much. I need to find that out. Yeah, I... Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I, we were just in South Africa together. Are they all together, um, And I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what... Uh, yeah, I tend to sort of dance around it because I don't want to bring up bad memories. Right, you know, right, I don't right. want to... So, Jew. <laughs> she, I, I love her. I love yeah. her. You also Betty in Buckley's the film, Jew, right? huh? Betty Buckley's a Jew, right? Memories. Betty Buckley. It's called Barbara Streisand. I was thinking the cat song. Oh, that's yeah. That's what no, I was no, singing. No. You were singing uh, the. Yeah. Like the corner, yes. Okay, well, both Jews. Both Betty Buckley's Jews. not a Jew. I think Betty Buckley's a Jew. Google it, Aliza. Please, Aliza, Aliza, that's so cute. <laughs> cute, Aliza. Thank you. Okay, so you also talk uh, to a couple. Yeah. I, I don't know how you found them. You go. I'll tell uh, you. In Washington Heights. Yes. Who are Mormons? Born Mormons. Yes. Like really Mormon. Like, like Mitt super Romney Mormon. Mormon. Like, like heterosexual. Like het heterosexual. Yes. First of all, 
I just want to know what you thought of the Mitt Romney's uh, speech. Oh, I loved it. I, I mean, I actually, I thought it was great. I, yeah. It was, it was, and I, and the, the weird thing was, it was the most genuine reflection of politics that we've seen in a very long time. And his fucking niece is the fucking head yeah. of the RNC. I know. Bitch. I know. It Fuck blows her. me away. She's it blows a fucking me away. Asshole. But I, I like what he did. And yeah, it, I do too. Yeah. Okay. How do you find this couple? Well, They're so Mormon. we found the couple because Aliza, the Googler over here, she. Wait, uh, Betty Buckley? It's no, that means she's not unclear. Jewish. Yeah, she would she would talk about it. I yeah. guess not. She's okay, not Jewish. I'm ahead. wrong. But more, she can be a Mormon. They'll they'll baptize her later in life. Yeah. Um, I know that fucking baptizing well, the Jews. Didn't they try to baptize Anne Frank? Yeah, I can tell you why. It's actually a fucked up. I don't know. I went to the library and everything. Yeah. Yes. It's really, they're like, oh, yeah, go ahead. What were the, you going to say? The reason why they baptize late in life, because they have, Mormonism has a tiered heaven sort of thing. And to be in the best part of the heaven, you have to be a Mormon. And they think everyone is Mormon. Doesn't matter. You just don't know it yet. And so they want to make sure that certain humans who gave back in an amazing way to humanity are Mormon and they get into that first tier of heaven. Okay. And Frank <laughs> has to be a Mormon. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Okay, you but. drop dead, you go, that's it, it's over. Yeah, it's Okay, done. you live in the souls of your people that yeah. know you. Mormons okay. are weird. Done, uh, so we over. Met this, we met this Mormon couple um, because Aliza's brother is the rabbi at Romamu. In-law. What? In-law. In-law, brother-in-law, brother-in-law. That's your brother-in-law? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think we discussed this. I yeah. went to Romamu. And he said, because like she it. called him for money for the film, and he was like, I'm trying to raise my own money. Go away. And then he, she then explained the premise of the documentary. And, and he, he was like, oh, I have this couple. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Okay, so I went to Romamu. Yeah. I'm, I go to B'nai Jeshurun. Have yes. you been to B'nai Jeshurun? Once, when I lived here, years ago. Did I tell you why I don't like Romamu? No, why don't you like Romamu? Well, I, you I like all there. that dancing. No, we love the dancing. It's BJ. Mm. I went there. I was like, oh, because I like going to shul on Friday night. Anyway, yeah. I went there. And people, there were no seats. Yeah. And people, I, I was like, I oh, can I sit once. here? No. They they were just, it was, I thought it was supposed to be all hippy dippy, like everyone. Free love. And it, and then, uh, it wasn't. Yeah. It was. I've never been, like, oh, I've been to one service there and I remember dancing a lot. I think I worked up a sweat. Okay. I can't. I don't like to sweat. I don't feel like getting up. So there's a couple in yes. Washington Heights. Yeah. And. They are. They were a part of the Mormon progressive movement. There was a movement there pre marriage equality when the Supreme right. Court did marriage equality, where it looked like the Mormon Church was coming around to yes, being more inclusive. Yes. You know, having women in positions of leadership and opening up to LGBTQ, a LMNOP people, and all of that stuff. And then when marriage equality happened, the head of the church they felt it was necessary to have a firm stance on certain LGBTQ issues. And one of them was that children of same-sex couples can't be baptized in the church until they're 18, at which point they effectively choose between their family and the church. Right. And for that, this progressive couple said, no, that's the line in the sand. You can't do that. Similar with my mom, too, um, that you don't mess with the kids. And so they decided to leave the church and explore. And it's not too far off that a Mormon would come to Judaism because there are foundations of Judaism that Joseph Smith stole from Judaism in Mormonism. First of all, they're fascinating. They are fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Not as much as me, but yes, they are. He looks Jewish. Oh yeah. Don't you think? Except for being so thin. Yes. 
Yeah, he lo- yeah. No, my brother's like that. No. But he looks really Jewy. I he wonder if he has any twenty three and me Jewy in him. I I have I have 1% Ashkenazi in me. I'm 99 points. Yeah. Special bragging uh-huh. over here. And his name's Nathan, yeah. which I love. Very Jewish. Uh she not so much no. with the Jew. Um <laughs> They decide before they have kids, or no, they decided after. No, it was after they had kids. They had kids. I think, they, right? Yeah. They live in New York. What do they do? Uh, she, He's like a scientist or something, right? And he's very emotional. They're academics. They're very... Yes. Yeah. He's very emotional. Oh, yeah. She's not... She's very stoic. Well, she's a mom. Yeah. Oh, she's got shit up. to do. No, I'm just saying he is a mushball. Yeah. It's just like, I love men like that. Yeah. I just love. There's that not, just like will cry at the bottom of yeah, yeah like my sons. Yeah. Um, oh, they cried too. They're big oh criers. Oh. Henry's girlfriend's like, oh my god, all he does is talk about his feelings. I can't take it. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So okay, so th- they're they're married. They yeah. have kids. And they live in Washington Heights. We decided to follow them because, of course, I had had my mikvah years before, and they need, there was no footage of it, of course, and so they. We wanted to follow sort of this story of a family getting a mikvah, yeah, a convert, yeah. So they go to the rabbi at Romamu, uh-huh. and they go to services. Yeah. They go to the do the kids go to Hebrew school? I believe so. I don't know. I, I was, it's unbelievable. I mean, they're they, yeah, they're very Jewy now. They've like they've gone beyond us. They're like you know. Oh, they went radical. <laughs> It's conservadox. Yeah, That's, I used to. I used to go there. Yeah, yeah. They go to Anshach. Yeah, they've become a bit uh, hardcore Jews. They're the ones. I could see that happening. Yeah, I saw that happening. Yeah, Her, I'm not going there. No, no. Their families. Yeah. How how are how are their? Uh, well, they had said they do have communication with their family. Um, it's just her fun. less Who than cares. Him. Yeah, yeah, but more. I mean, it can. It's complicated, especially when you're a Mormon. It's very because right. it, it, within Mormonism, everyone's Mormon and that's, they're kosher. That's the thing. And yeah, I think they keep kosher, right, Eliza? Um, yeah, they're they're definitely. Oh, they have oh, a new they baby. must really. Oh wow! God, can you imagine that many kids? Three kids. Yeah. Well, now they're Orthy, so they have to have a lot of kids. Yeah, they have to have Wait, four more. So, and are the kids into it? Yeah, they seem. I mean, they're young. They're so young that they probably don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they seem to like really. Yeah. Like respond to. I mean, as a kid, when you, I, I can't. I mean, I would assume they just go with it because there's lots of dancing and it's oh, fun. Oh my god! You know? it's, they're just—you got to see this movie, guys. Oh, it's, thank you. I mean, they—I—I want to meet them. I'm Coming from the Queen Jew, but it's also that that picture of their whole family together yeah. is so like it's dynasty. so Mormon. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the weird thing. Like, I can't go to any of my family's weddings, the ones that get married in the church. Um, Why? Because they're Mormons. You can't, especially if it's in a temple, it's sealed. You can't. I can't attend the wedding. And what it's, the fuck? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh no, I can go. God. I can go to a regular church service, but I right, can't but go, you to can't go to the. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's so. Stark. I mean, I Whatever. hate weddings anyway. I tell friends if they invite me to the weddings and they 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 like it's too many people. I right. won't go. It's fine. I'll right. send you something. I don't want right. to go. I, I hate birthdays. Like, I hate weddings. I can't with the. I love a funeral though. I love a funeral. You know, I love my liquid IV that I drink liquid IV pretty much every day. And I love it because it keeps me hydrated. I travel with it because it's in little packets. It tastes great. It's 
an amazing product. It hydrates better than water alone, three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO. But here's the best part. You know I've been bragging about Ben, my son Ben, who plays basketball. His team, his entire team, they love Liquid IV. I mean, they are number four in the nation. They are an amazing team. They've done better than ever this year. Dare I say it's because of the Liquid IV? I'm not going to say for sure, but I'm telling you, these athletes love Liquid IV. They love all the flavors, strawberry, lemonade. I love the watermelon. I never give them any of my watermelon. They have sugar-free, white peach, green grape, lemon, lime. It makes you feel great. And if you need a little caffeine, the the, uh, lemon ginger is beyond, beyond. And I know they use it while they're working out. I'm pretty sure they might use it after a game that they won and went out and had, you know, a couple of drinky poos. But that being said, I love Liquid IV. They're a great sponsor. They're a great product. And I honestly couldn't live without them. And it's winter still. You need to be hydrated. Hydration is very important. So weekends are for going wild, as you all know. Have a game plan for Monday. That's what you need. I just had this conversation with Ben's girlfriend. I said, if you're going to go out and party, you need a game plan. And what's your game plan? Liquid IV. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at liquidiv.com. You're welcome! When you put the prayer in the wall. Yeah. Okay, when I did that, I lost it completely. I couldn't even, I just started bawling. Yeah. What did you feel standing at the wall? I, so I put, I focused on my mom, Colleen, Matt, and Brian. Mm -hmm. Because those, oh, I'm getting emotional. Those were the four people that, they're just my life. Right. You know, it's. I know everything. it's so. Yeah. Isn't it yeah. so. It's. it's it the, moves yeah. you. I, I. I. Yeah. And, and, it, and that wall's been there forever. And I mean, of course, leading up to that, when we were shooting, I was stressing because I they told me I had to wear certain outfits to yeah. this bar mitzvah that we were going to. So I was stressing about wearing something with color, even though I didn't have anything with color. And all of that was going through I my head as we were doing it. I had to shorts off and put on uh, a fucking sarong. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Because of the. Yeah. Um. But no, I put their names in the prayer and it was, it was, uh, yeah, I just, that's. It's just, there's something. There's something about it. About that wall. Yeah. That. And just knowing And the mikvah too. The mikvah yeah, was. I got to do a mikvah. The mikvah was surprise. Oh, don't give me that fucking look. Aliza. <laughs> Aliza's giving her a look. I know. Aliza's yeah. like, why haven't you done the mikvah? I, I when I went in. You haven't done. Good. When, you can get your camera and we can do the fucking mikvah. <laughs> when I went into the mikvah, I thought it was just going to be another thing I had to do to get through the Jewish process. And then being in the mikvah, I mean, you know, this is a comic, like we have words for everything, everything. I, to this day, have no words to describe the feeling that I had in the mikvah other than I felt like I had a panic attack and, and 
again, Gio. And then I felt like hugged right. in a way. Right. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was safe. Yeah. Very safe. Very, very safe. And to this day, that memory has sort of stayed with me forever. What do you love most about Judaism? Oh, other people, hands down, 100%. Really? Yeah. I love I love that I can, you know, come over to my friend Judy Gold's apartment and just talk about being Jewish with microphones and just hang out. And and I love that I can also like you said in the film, if I'm here on a random Friday just for whatever, I can and I know that it's Friday. <laughs> I can come to your apartment right. and go to serve. I can, I mean, I can do so a Shabbat fun. with you yeah. and it's, and it, and it wouldn't be a weird thing. And it's cute. And it wouldn't be weird for me to need to have company right. with someone on that day. You know what right. I mean? Yes, yes, yes. And that to me is a really comforting thing. I love that. Um, any pushback from your family or any friends? None. No wow. pushback. I've, I've The most pushback I've had is from, from Jews. From Jews. I yeah. know. They're so um, annoying. Yeah. No, I haven't. I'm I, telling you, they're the only ones in show business that say you're too Jewish. <laughs> Isn't it true? It's true. It's true. No, I've I've only had, I mean, in LA, not so much. It's mostly, mostly been New York Jews that have been like, why? Why would you do that? Which, But I think New York has a well, because deeper they, connection to yeah. Israel. And Israel is always like, well, why? Because they're so secular. Why right. would you do that? Um but I mean, but I don't mind it because I understand it. Like, right. I, I understand where it comes and it's from. A cho- that was a choice you made. Yeah. You know, some people. F- Although yeah. it didn't feel like a choice. But right. It is, it is a choice. who you are. Yeah. You've, you're very Jewy. Yeah. Now, I always ask. Can I say what thing I hate about being Jews or yeah. the Jews are? Obsession with I've had, if I've been circumcised. Literally every single screening I go to, they ask about my dick. Oh, I didn't even ask. Well, you I have- know. You have one ball. That yeah. should, that should cover yeah. that should cover the whole situation. But every single screening, we just did an interview for some. We're, we're in the Hartford Film Jewish Film Festival or something, and literally in the end of the interview, she's like, "This is a bit uncomfortable," but I had to ask, "Did you were are you?" And she's like stuttering, and I'm like circumcised. Like I know where it's going. They're obsessed with it, and I always have to say that was taken care of years ago. I went to Amoya and I had the whole prick thing, and I'm did yeah, the whole process. That's, that's it. I'm done. Why are you obsessed with this? Because all they because they need a penis yes. or something. Yeah. Um, okay, so I ask everyone. I'm I'm very pro mental health. Oh, same. I I can tell okay. you the drugs I've been on. Okay, so we yeah. talk about drugs. Yeah. Uh, I am now. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I've I'm getting off the Paxil. Oh. And I'm going on to Luvox. I've never because done Luvox. Because the the Paxil. I'm a Wellbutrin queen. Uh, just I'm there too. The Paxil <laughs> was making me. So the the oh this is perfect for you, the endocrinologist, yeah. my thyroid doctor, yeah. was like you have you got to get off the Paxil because it's what they call it Paxon. Mm. So then I went to my psychiatrist, <laughs> and she said, let's do Luvox because yeah. it's like Paxil doesn't have the side effects. And then I'm on Wellbutrin, so yeah. I can have an orgasm. You're not yes. sitting there for that's what I said. The Iowa caucuses were like. Being on antidepressants yeah. and orgy, yeah, and just like being participating and never getting anywhere, not getting um, anything. So I'm on Wellbutrin now, the Luvox. I'm still taking a little Paxil because it's hell getting off the Paxil. Yeah, um, I take a Trazodone every now and then. Yeah, and, I love uh, an Ativan. I enjoy me. an Ativan. I bring yeah. that on the road. Yeah, Ativan's so, great on the road. Yes, You're right. Yes, it's it'll great just to get you with. back to your sleep and yeah. like, because you know you can't shit on the road. You can't no, sleep can't on do the road. Anything. And that at one point you're just like, I'm just going to take this, get a good night's sleep, and shit yeah. in the morning. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> what? 
What are it's you so on? It's so true, though. <laughs> what do you want? I'm on Wellbutrin. I'm just Wellbutrin now, what, which was good. Now, what's your dosage? Uh, I don't know the dosage. I don't Have you ever it. been on any other stuff? Yeah, I was on, oh God, what was it called? There was. I had an upper, or I had a downer. Uh, that I would take at night, but I forget the name of it now. After chemo, I had a meltdown. I had a complete oh, meltdown mm. because I I'm kidding. I, yeah, I know. I wasn't I wasn't dealing emotionally with anything. I wasn't going to a right. psychiatrist. I wasn't doing anything. And I remember in a in the parking garage of the ArcLight in Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah you Arclight, know that one. Yeah. Um, I went blind. I couldn't I couldn't find my car oh. and I couldn't see then. And then I had this panic attack. And it was right after that I got treatment and. Mental health is very, very, very important. important. Very important. Yeah. The podcast is called Kill Me Now because yeah. I basically wake up every day. I'm like, oh, kill me Because <laughs> I really honestly cannot. T- I'm, it, it's getting worse. What? Wait. So what bothers so, you most in the morning? In the morning? Yeah. When you wake up, when you think kill me now in the morning, what? First of all, this is my question that I ask, but oh. I will answer this question. <laughs> in the morning... You know, I have, as I've mentioned, I have diurnal depression. So the mornings are very hard for me. At at night, when the sun goes down, I'm like, oh, I've lifted. We're comics. Right. Yeah. So the morning, waking up in the morning. First of all, I have this whole thing I have to do in my head where in order to get out of bed, because I usually wake up in a panic. So I go, okay, stop. You're going to get up. Once you start thinking about the steps. each step, yeah. you're like, okay, I can do this. So I, the alarm kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. It, it's being woken up in a negative way, like yeah. in an unnatural way. In an abrupt way. And noise. Like, don't ask me questions. Yeah. Don't talk to me. You know- it's really hard for me yeah. to have a conversation. I need. Are you bothered by noises like no, uh, like oh random noises? I, I I feel like I have a little autism. Yeah, I can't stand noises. There's my boyfriend has the sneeze. We live together. And oh my god, have you he, seen my act oh, about about oh, yes. Elisa sneezing? Yes, I have. Elisa sneezing. It's the that loudest. She says a chew when she sneezes. <laughs> you never heard my he act. No, it's no. So fucking loud and he, annoying. He doesn't say a chew, but he. I, Oh. It's like he's screaming with right. every sneeze. And, and it's also and it comes has out to be controllable. Yeah. yeah, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. There's no like <gasps> like like normal right. people. No, cuz you like what I do, I tend to be a very quiet meek sneezer where I I give people a warning and I'm like <laughs> and I like have Oh, a, I do it in this way. There's a lead up to I, it. I have like 12 in a row and yeah. people don't even know it's a sneeze cuz like <laughs> <laughs> So but yeah, the yeah, I can't uncontrol noises. Noise, noises drives, that come out of nowhere. It bothers and, me so much. And I have really bad ADD, so yeah. I, if I'm focusing on something and the noise, it's like no. Yeah, it's like a train. Fucking, I can't. Yeah, yeah, no, I noises out of nowhere. That's I, what pisses you off. I can't. It, I, it doesn't even so much pisses me off. It actually is emotionally jarring. Yeah, it same. takes me out of whatever I'm right, in. Right, right. And I have to work myself back into it. And also, once I focus on sound, I'm very sound oriented. Same. same. And also music oriented. So yeah. I, it's hard for me to focus on anything else besides music. Like mm. I, it was the only thing I could See, do. As music, a kid. I can't. I, I. It, Music does si- nothing for me. I can't. I it doesn't oh. in my head. It takes me out. I could s- listen to a symphony and say I'm going to listen to the, 
you know, the third violin and oh. just focus on that. And it's like, I wish I could happiest. do that. Yeah. I do it with audio right. stuff a lot. Like, so what uh, pisses you off more than anything in the whole world? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. You know, I think I'll tell you, pisses me off more than anything is people who are intentionally unkind. Oh, that they don't yeah. say thank you. They don't. Oh, it's, there's no acknowledgement that you're that you're in a shared world that you're with other right, people. Right, right, And that seem to just be intentionally unkind. But it's also unaware. Yeah. You know, like there are people in this building, and this building is now run by like like Hasidic oh, yeah. Lubavitch, right? Yeah. Actually, Lubavitch are very nice. Um, <laughs> the amount, so they rent to a lot of Orthy, yeah, of course, young. Who, the parents pay for the apart, whatever. Yeah, they don't hold the door open. Yeah, they don't hold the elevator door, and it's those they don't small, say thank you. Yeah, and no. also, dear everyone, okay, you let someone out before you go in. You fucking yes. Fuckheads. On the subway today, we you had let that. people out yeah. before you fucking walk in. You or fucking piece of shit. If you're walking down the street, stay to the right. It's not a hard fucking, thing. Stop looking at your phone while you're walking down yes. the street. You yes. stupid piece of shit. I actually knew that my boyfriend and I were compatible when we we went out to dinner for the first time ever, like in public. I think it was like a cheesecake factory, and he oh, was so. Funny. It was nice, actually. He was so like almost overly thankful to the waitress. Like he was very conscious of right, saying right, thank right, you and right, right, how right. she was doing and that she had a good experience That's a with good us. Sign. And then immediately I was like, you're my people. Okay. Is he Jewish? No, That's he's Mexican. Good. No. Yeah, I know. It's, I, it came about real randomly. And okay, I had, but you, if you're going to be, a and Jew, when you get, if you get to your late thirties, it's like, you take the love, no, take the love. A Jew. <laughs> okay. He's so, great. You would love him. What's his name? Michael. Can you give him a Hebrew name? Is he into sure. the Jewish thing? He, I mean, he's basically Jewish now. He's been coming to all this shit with me. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he 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 loves, and he made me a great. So I do drag as well. And he made me a great drag Jewish outfit, like Star David. The whole thing. I'll show it to oh, you. Yeah, you'll I love, love that. It. You'll love it. Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, H. Allen Scott on everything and latterdayjew.com and on all Latter-day the socials. Ju- and it's, is it on Hulu, Latterday Jew? No, it's not. It's, we're doing festivals first and right. then we're selling it to a streaming platform near you. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought it was on. Yeah. All right. Um, but if Hulu, if you're out there and you want to buy it, yeah. just call us. H. Allen Scott, yeah. Latterday Jew. If you're, you know, can you tell us where you're... Where I'm you're, at you're, next. you're at you're so, in New York. Yeah, I'm in New York, but this is this is going to be coming out after that. Next is going to be I'm in C- there's Seattle Jewish Film Festival. Oh, that's so, a really good yeah, one. Yeah, there's the yeah. um there's a Hartford, Connecticut one yes. coming up. There's a there's Portland, a Maine Jews. one coming up. There's oh. no Jews in Portland, but I'm going to Portland. Oh, there's Jews. Yeah, there's a few Jews there, but it's also the home of Murder She Wrote, which I love. Yeah. I love Murder Yay. She Wrote so much. I want to get a wig and ride around town on a little bike with a How red about sweater. The Adon alum too. Oh yeah, Golden Girl. Girls, to the, the Golden Girl. Yeah, thank I, you for being a friend. At the end of the film, we have a, a choir oh. or a group sing a Don't Alum to the theme of oh, Thank You, you for Being a Friend. Oh, you know what they did in, at our synagogue? Um, they sang, I forgot what they sang, to Hallelujah. Oh, God. Whatever. <laughs> I was so excited and you fucking took it out. Took out the fucking I have to say there. thank you for having me because, I mean, oh. you, like I said earlier, you have been such a single like if if you weren't in the film we would have included you in the little montage of Nora Ephron oh, and Barbara Streisand and all of them oh, that's because so like sweet. you really were your comedy 
in the mid nineties, when I was sort of figuring out who the hell I was and what I wanted to be doing in life, you were the definition of what, how I wanted to communicate. Like it was, yeah. And I I figured out my own way. Thanks. But it, you be, you were such a model for how I wanted to live. And it, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm grateful you, to HL. know you. Thank you. I'm grateful to know you. Oh, shut so up. Ple- I am. <laughs> so uh, go to hallenscott.com. Yeah. Yes, and uh, latterdayjew.com. Latterdayjew.com. And buy Judy's book. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out in July. You're doing. You I'm better be, do a I'm fucking. Gonna, I'm gonna pimp that out. All yes. right. Thank you so much for listening to part two of Kill Me Now with H. Allen Scott. Make sure to tune in next week for a very exciting live episode with the Bridget Everett from Club Coming in New York City. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and please leave a review. It helps more people to find this amazing show. Five stars only. Five stars, please. I'll be traveling a lot soon. So if you're not based in New York, listen up for some dates that may be near you. I'm excited that on March 5th, we have another live podcast of Kill Me Now at Club Coming in New York City with... The Incredible, the one and only B.D. Wong. I'm so excited for this, so please grab your tickets. They sell out very fast. On March 6th, I'll be at the Kent Stage in Kent, Ohio, as part of the Rainbow Weekend. On March 7th, I'll be at JAFCO, uh, J-A-F-C-O, in Sunrise, Florida. This is a uh, benefit for an amazing organization. Look them up, JAFCO, J-A-F-C-O. March 9th, I'll be at Rick Bronson's Comedy Club in Bloomington, Minnesota, and on March 18th, I'll be performing at Homo Comicus at Gotham Comedy Club in New York, New York. And finally, I'm so excited to announce I'll be joining the incredible Varla Jean Merman again for our second show at Joe's Pub in New York City for two dates, April 23rd and April 24th. Get your tickets now before they sell out because they will. And you can get tickets for all of these events at judygold.com. A lot of exciting dates are going to be announced very soon, so stay up to date on all new dates. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Judy Gold, J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D, you know, like Jew, gold! (laughs) And as we always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long!